नमस्ते जय शिवाय लेट्स टॉक अबाउट द बॉडीली पैटर्न्स पैटर्न्स दैट आर कनेक्टेड टू द फिजिकल बॉडी एंड बिकॉज अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल रन देयर फिजिकल पैटर्न्स और यू नो कनेक्ट कनेक्टेड टू द बॉडी काइंड ऑफ पैटर्न्स दे रन ऑल दैट यूजिंग देयर कॉन्शियसनेस एंड दे लूज कॉन्शियसनेस एज अ रिजल्ट सो लेट्स टॉक अबाउट ऑल दैट एंड दैट ऑल्सो इंक्लूड्स एवरीथिंग दैट हैज टू डू विद सेक्शुअल डिजायर्स और सेक्शुअल नीड्स ऑफ द बॉडी ओके सो this this video is for those people those who are still either growing up are in their teenage years so we have to understand things from that perspective and we have to understand things from the perspective of those people who are still living in the world have a family have a wife or you know husband and partner lover girlfriend boyfriend so people those who are who have not taken sanyasa officially Okay. so this video is for those people not for uh, somebody who is planning to take sanyasa or official renunciation or the kind of people those who are still not sure but following the path of celibacy this video is not for them okay because even that can be done because there are two different types of uh, paths that a yogi can walk a seeker can walk one is called as pravritti marg or you can say the path of living in the living a worldly life yet walking your spiritual journey that is called as pravritti marg and another one is called as nivritti marg which means actually taking an official renunciation or getting away from the world living in an ashram or you know being a parivrajak means somebody who is a wandering seeker and they go on officially doing stuff and live live away from the humanity from the worldly people and they do not even mix their energy with worldly people so both type of path are possible in other words what the yogic science is trying to teach us is that no matter where you are no matter who you are no matter how you uh, which side you conduct your life whether you go on to the ashram and take official renunciation and then pursue your spiritual journey or you plan to have a family plan you have a girlfriend boyfriend or you have a lover or partner or you have a husband or wife and and children later on so it doesn't matter which side you are on you can still walk your spiritual journey it's just that there are different ways of learning the same lesson there are different ways of removing the uh, sanskaras the psychological patterns the chitvrittis there are different ways of doing things on both side okay it's not that one is a very highly esteemed path and another one is some kind of a lowly path no it's not like that in the end both at both kind of seekers those who walk on the worldly side or the, those who live a life as a renunciate both are equally capable of attaining moksha okay ultimate liberation both are equally capable of having samadhi parmatma or the god doesn't differentiate between the type of yogis at all and the type of methods that were used by one type of yogi versus the other type of yogi or a seeker 
so it's not that one path is a highly prestigious path and some sort of famous path and other one is not no it's just that walking the spiritual journey while living in the sansara is the toughest thing to do okay because there are a lot of temptations lot of people to push your button but it is also the fastest way to walk your spiritual journey and some of us are born into the sansara right born into the born to the parents who are going to live a worldly life born to the uh, parents in such a way those who are going to get us married and then we'll have children and all those things are there but that doesn't mean you cannot walk your spiritual journey or that worldly life is some sort of a hindrance in doing so yes it is difficult but it's definitely not at all a hindrance so now let's talk about the vyuthan vrittis vyuthan vrittis means the kind of vrittis or the kind of patterns psychological patterns the patterns that you have in your chitta they cannot be called as much more of a psychological because they are very much body bound patterns okay and those patterns are for what those patterns are actually responsible for running this annamaya kosh this physical body efficiently like for example your heart is beating by itself if you start to run your heartbeat increases to increase the pressure in, in the blood right and if you are sleeping normally your heartbeat comes down because you are sleeping your breathing rate comes down because you are sleeping if you start if you are in stress or if you are in anxiety or if you are having some kind of tension or if you are running on the treadmill or anywhere you your heartbeat will increase everything will increase even the blood pressure will increase your breathing rate will go higher so body is managed by itself right you are not consciously responsible for oh i have to switch on my heartbeat today morning and i have to increase the rate because i am going to run and if i am running faster then the heartbeat should also go faster and accordingly the blood pressure should my should be managed and if i am running and doing that much exercise my blood sugar glucose level should also be managed you are not doing all, all these functions consciously at all when you eat food the food is digested and uh, whatever nutrients are to be absorbed in your body they are absorbed in your body according to what your lifestyle is and how you are living how you are living in your mind as well right so everything is happening by itself hunger arises when it's time for you to eat food thirst arises when your pranic shakti your prana goes down your life energy goes down and it's the call for you to drink a water right not green tea herbal tea this tea that tea mineral water tonic water or you know some soda some cold drink no not at all it's a call for drinking for you to drink water and you should just simply go and plain drink plain water nothing else right so hunger arises thirst arises lot of body functions are maintained uh, some people a lot of people actually uh, think that uh, some there is something wrong when sexual urge or sexual desire or sexual need arises in the body a lot of people think that you know it's something to suppress because on the one side they are walking their spiritual journey and on the other side or these kind of thoughts are coming and definitely you end up fantasizing or you know imagining something and you end up either masturbating or self you go for a self satisfaction and some people those who have a partner or a husband or a lover or a wife or somebody they end up indulging with them into the sexual intercourse 
So is there something wrong in doing all this? No, there is not nothing wrong, especially those who are on the pravritti mark. Pravritti mark means the walking their spiritual journey while living in the world, living in the sansara. Right. So those who are doing that, they have family, they have children, they have they have not decided to be an official renunciate. So there is nothing wrong about it. There is nothing wrong in satisfying yourself uh, by yourself and doing anything for that or by indulging with a partner who agrees to do something with you. Okay, who agrees to indulge, indulge with you in this way. There's nothing wrong about it. And no matter how many yoga kriyas you do or whatever you do, if you have a partner, then it is your duty to satisfy not only your needs, to satisfy your partner's need as well. Why? I have seen people, those who try to do something in between. Neither they are officially renunciate. They haven't left the house, the world and everything. And nor they are, but yet they are disagreeing to have sex with their partner or to have fulfill their husbandly duties, wife duty as a wife or duty as a lover. They are, they are restricting themselves from their side because somewhere they have become spiritual and now they think doing that is a some, something very wrong to them. Okay, or it's against the spiritual nature. No, nothing is against the spiritual nature. Nothing is against the spiritual journey. Nothing will stop you from pursuing the spiritual journey. That is what I'm trying to explain you. And in doing so, if you are not fulfilling your duty as a husband or as a wife or as a lover or partner, then what happens is either you should set that partner free. Okay, don't try to play games in between. Set them free so that they can have somebody else as a partner if they want to. Why? They are they may be not be walking their spiritual journey. It's not yet an Atma's uh, desire, the real person's desire to actually walk the spiritual journey and become like that. So don't try to force anybody to become like you. If you are pursuing your journey, spiritual journey, that doesn't mean that entire family will start walking the spiritual journey with you, right? It's not going to happen. It doesn't work like that. Okay. So don't, don't do bad karma. Don't create bad karma for yourself by keeping your partner tied to yourself yet not giving them the worldly life that they deserve to have. It's better to just take a divorce or just get away from them in one way or the other. So you can walk your spiritual journey. If you want to be celibate, you can be celibate. You do not, you know, take away the rights of the other person. Whatever happiness or unhappiness or whatever they were supposed to have through sex, through uh, sexual intercourse or through sexual activities, through love, through romance, through eroticism or sensualism, whatever happiness and unhappiness they were supposed to get, it's their right to have that. Lot of uh, gurus in so many lifetimes are teaching, right? In last 500 years, so many gurus happened, so many initiations happened. Even you were fooling around, even I was fooling around for long in previous lifetimes, right? Nobody forced me to do anything just because my partner was doing, I was also supposed to do. No, it doesn't work like that. So satisfying yourself, if you are walking the spiritual journey while living in the sansara, all I'm trying to say is, yes, you can have sex with your partner. Yes, you can do masturbation. Yes, you can go for any level of self-satisfaction. The only thing that you do not have to do is do not create bad karma.
Now, in how many ways you can create bad karma? First thing is doing something with somebody who is not agreeing to do so. Whether they are your wife, your lover or anybody, if you do not wish to do so, you should not force anybody into doing it. Right. And then those of you who are still growing and have our teenager and it's sort of like, you know, your body, your energy is imploding from within. So in that way, you have a very strong urge to do something that then also you have to remember in which country, which place you are living and what are the laws for, you know, indulging into sex? What's the right age to indulge into sexual activities and make sure what is the age that people are called as minor? So do not indulge with any minor or any children at all. And now we will also talk about, you know, how some people create bad karma by perpetuating what has happened to them. And a lot of, uh, you know, male, male children or male uh, atmas, those who have come with male body, a lot of males create, have this pattern that if some kind of a sexual abuse has happened to them, then they try to do the exact same thing with somebody else. So what happened here is that the connection of sexual arousal has happened with the vyuthanvritti. Vyuthan means that uh, biological or um, bodily pattern that you have, which was supposed to run your body and uh, it, it, it has been overpowered or sh shadowed by the wrong psychological pattern that you created because of something that has happened to you. Now, this can also be understood from all kinds of uh, likes and dislikes that people create. So, what are the bad vrittis or bad sanskaras that you have got in your chitta, in the warehouse of your psychological patterns? What are the bad sanskaras? First is a spiritual ignorance we call avidya. Second one is asmita, we roughly call that identities. Third one is raga that we call attachment or passion, obsession roughly. And then we have dvesha. Dvesha means aversion, hatred, anger and all kinds of things like that in the similar category. So that is dvesha. And the fifth one is abhinivesha. Abhinivesha means fear or resistance to change. Okay. So all these five vrittis are there in your chitta for you to remove as a while you are walking your spiritual journey the removal of trying to remove all these through different kinds of spiritual practices through devotion through any kind of mantra yantra tapa tapa and all those things is called as walking your spiritual journey but what happens is these five starts overpowering even your bodily patterns which are always going to be there till the time you have this body, those patterns are always going to be there, right? <clears throat> and Patanjali, Maharshi Patanjali didn't say, remove those bodily patterns as well. Well, you can't do that. You do not have to do that. When Samadhi or enlightenment happens, it... Uh, for some time, you get away in the in the way that your chetna, your consciousness expands so much and your energy becomes so much higher that there is a huge distance that gets created between the real you, the atma and between these bodily patterns that we call vyutthan vrittis in Sanskrit or in Hindi. Okay, a great distance is created and that is what we refer to as loss of body consciousness. 
but again it stays for some time when the energy starts coming down into the body it starts after it took me 3 years to get back to the body consciousness normal body consciousness but to some people it takes 6 years it takes 8 years to some people it takes 2 years to some people it takes 1 year but it's definitely it does take a long time to get back to the body consciousness and be able to manage the body according to the vyuthana vrittis so that is these vrittis vyuthana vrittis are not for you to remove or do anything or to muddle with okay but at the very same time what people or yogis or seekers do not understand is that often it they are not no longer just the bodily patterns at all they are also colored by the patterns the bad patterns that you have of avidya smita raga dvesha abhinivesha they are often overpowered and colored by these how say for example hunger is arising in you okay it's a it's a bodily pattern it's a vittanavritti that hunger is arising in you but you have created likes for chocolates for sweets for all kinds of tasty yummy you know gala kind of a few food or maybe junk food which is not at all healthy so now when such hunger is arising uh, you want to eat just those kind of food or when thirst is arising you uh, get satisfied only when you have pepsi or you know cola or some drink or some soda or some green tea herbal tea this tea that tea just because in your mind that's what your your knowledge that's what your wisdom says that if i am thirsty i am going to drink that in other words what this at first these things happen that you create the likes and dislikes for when hunger arises was what is it that i like and i will eat only that what is it that uh, i want to drink when thirst arises and that is what i am going to drink so you have created raga or attachment with wh- what you want to eat and how you want to satisfy yourself your thirst but sooner or later raga or the attachment starts driving you dvesha and aversions start driving you whenever the level of dvesha or you know aversion from anybody around you happens in you or the level of raga the attachment within you goes up and down your hunger starts triggering itself your thirst starts triggering triggering itself and that is what you call as emotional eating or emotional drinking you know those patterns initially you created likes and dislikes and slowly those bad psychological patterns which you were supposed to remove as uh, as part of your spiritual journey while walking your spiritual journey they start overpowering your bodily consciousness <coughs> same thing starts happening happening to you when the sexual needs arise body may be body body does when hunger arises is it that only when you eat chocolate your hunger will be satisfied you can eat the grass outside or anything you can eat anything that's healthy but doesn't taste very good for example all kinds of veggies right you can drink water and thirst may be equally quenched it's not your thirst your body is not asking for um, this kind of a drink or that kind of a tea or this or that at all right but exactly in the same thing happens with sexual needs when a sexual need arises in your body it is not bound by any social marital laws that are there now this may sound like a very bitter truth to 
people those who are married and all that that it's just simple sexual urge and i am not talking here about you know breaking the boundaries of marriage even when you have a partner you need to go out no but you see a lot of people have sexual need when it arises in them they want to have it with this person that person this kind of a person that kind of a person this kind of a body that kind of a body or you know in this particular pose or situation or that particular pose or a situation so many likes dislikes ragas means attachments and aversions they have created even to the needs of sex and that is what i am asking you to cut off remove the impact of these bad psychological patterns from your bodily patterns and that is called as truly not having a body bound consciousness at all why right now when those patterns those bodily patterns that you have got when they are overpowered or colored by your other psychological patterns of avidya smita raga dvesha abhinivesha when they are colored by that every time you are losing consciousness why when hunger arises you start thinking what to eat how to eat where to eat with whom to eat when thirst arises you start you you're losing your consciousness because you are thinking right your mind is going into something and i am not saying when normal people when you cut cut this connection off you will just start going outside and you will just eat the grass and leaves outside no you will still go ahead and prepare the food or whatever is prepared you will eat that and you will just simply open the tap and drink the water when you are thirsty you will not waste your consciousness but when these bodily patterns are heavily colored by all kinds of attachments aversions or all kinds of bad vrittis then you know you will lose a lot of consciousness so many people you will be surprised to know and i have seen so many people in whom the hunger thirst and sexual need actually is a matter of status symbol means their asmita or the identities are attached to their bodily needs how can i eat here this is a pathetic place this is a cheap cheap restaurant and these these plates are cheap these these you know dinnerware this dinnerware looks cheap and pathetic i am not eating in this i need silverware i need this kind of a place to eat i need a high end restaurant to dine i'll not drink water from here or water from somebody who is from this caste or that caste i've seen people like that so much heavily and this is called as when this kind of thing is happening that is what we called a call as somebody's entire consciousness is body bound that even the simple bodily functions have become a big matter of losing their consciousness because they are colored by the five bad chittavrittis or sanskaras five bad psychological patterns let bodily patterns be just that bodily patterns and these kind of people in whom this has happened that their bodily patterns or the vyuthanvrittis have been heavily colored or heavily polluted by their other chittavrittis bad chittavrittis 
such people have a very strong raga or the attachment with their own body and hence as a result everybody's physical body not just your own body everybody's body just you your your judgment starts happening in your mind if somebody looks one way or the other if somebody is uh, wearing clothes of one kind or the other you know you judge for very quickly a judge judgment comes in within oh this person looks like that this female looks like that that female looks like that or she she seems to be the you start even calculating in your mind how the other person's behavior or you know life might be or provoked their problem maybe just by looking at their body very judgmental kind of mindset happens to those people because they have a very strong body bind body bound consciousness and it's a loss of consciousness you should save your consciousness you cannot create consciousness always know that you cannot create consciousness whatever you have you just have to go on either expanding it or shrinking it it shrinks when it's completely in your body for a long time all the time even when you are not eating your bo- body's vyuthanavritti or the bodily pattern of hunger has not arisen but you are planning an elaborate in your mind that you know i'll eat here i'll eat there and in the evening let's go eat there let's go eat you know drink there eat there do this do that for sexual needs let's go to strip club let's go here let's go. how much of loss of consciousness you are doing even when your psychological even when your bodily patterns are not triggering in you in a very elaborate manner detailed manner you are planning to go here to the bar to drink this to get that kind of wine or to drink that kind of and i'm not saying doing all this is wrong but only when it triggers just think about it get it done and be over with it don't create or color your bodily patterns from with your other bad psychological patterns because it creates it that is one way of losing the consciousness or shrinking the consciousness and you cannot create consciousness so a seeker a yogi must always always be very very mindful in handling the bodily patterns that you should not use you should not create new karma in other words do not create also do not create bad karma because of your psycho bodily patterns and at the same time do not let them be colored create a complete disconnection between okay bodily consciousness is there hunger arises now here we can talk about one more very interesting thing of uh, you know lot of people have uh, habit of smoking and i will not talk here about alcoholism or drug why coming back from that those kind of patterns and walking your spiritual journey is a very 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 difficult thing but a lot of uh, spiritual seekers are smokers and that pattern has gone into their physical body and it's going to arise from there it's it has become avyutthan vritti in them so no matter even when samadhi happens or something happens that vithan vritti is going to arise 
Now, either they can lose their consciousness and focus and fight with that or just go and smoke because anyways, they have attained moksha or anyways, it's not going to harm that much. If they are smoking moderately, it's not going to harm or do anything bad to it. And especially I'm talking about people living in sansara. But I have seen a lot of sannyasis, you know, doing that kind of a thing as well. So it's not a big deal. Just don't make it a big deal. Do not let it be covered by, oh, I am only going to smoke this or that. Or how about I get this kind of tobacco or that kind of flavored tobacco or that kind of hookah and this and that. No. If it is just a bodily pattern, just a vyuttanavritti, just get it done and be over with it. Do not lose your focus. Do not lose your consciousness into your bodily patterns too much more than it is necessary and obviously do not create raga and dvesha attachments and aversions for your bodily patterns so i hope this helps you understand and this again i would say this is the you know video and information for those who are walking their spiritual journey while living into the family settings, while they have plans to get married and, you know, have a partner or they might have a boyfriend, girlfriend. And in general, what I'm trying to say is those who are walking the spiritual journey through Pravritti Marg by living in the world, living in the family setting. Okay. Namaste. Jai Shiva. Oh.